Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Balms by Jennifer M. Shaskula. I am melancholy over the trees. The gray day mixes with gray trees out my back kitchen window. I imagine those trees are covering the mountains I want, rolling behind my house. My weather station, the small beige glass table on the back deck, tells me it's started to softly rain. The sky is crying when I cannot. I move through my morning, puttering. I want to cry. It's a familiar feeling. I felt that way for years in my marriage and for years after my divorce. Looking out my front bedroom window, I see where trees used to be. A brand new house stands there now. The new neighbors are lovely people and I have nothing against them, but the trees are gone. Those trees held me through my violent separation, divorce, and years of working two to three jobs just to clear off my ex-husband's debts. It came out of nowhere, so suddenly, yet the signs were there, just like my failed marriage. The trees were there when I left one day, and when I returned, it was a desolate patch of red clay and rocks. I never got to say goodbye never got closure, not just with the trees. I walk toward my bathroom window, staring out at my make-believe mountains. There is a large branch in the middle of the yard that fell, standing straight up, sticking out of the ground and the leaf piles, a gift from a wildly cold winter storm in early December. I left it there, just like the leaves. I find myself greeting it each day I look out the window, and it makes me smile. Getting dressed, I take off my oil clothes and check my skin. It's been weeks since I oiled, and my skin has plumped and softened under the treatment. I experience ease and anguish in seeing how soft it is, but also knowing that it now takes extra work to get it so. I undress completely, taking in my body and bringing my nose to my shoulder. It's the beginning of the smell. I'm rounding 41 from 40, and every once in a while I smell it, the fact that I'm closer to death than birth. I smell the fullness of it on my mother almost 12 years ago. I was married, living in a house of comfort and isolation with my then-husband. Our relationship was troubled. Actually, all my relationships were. I hugged her before bed one night, the smell overtaking my brain and hammering me with one thought. She's going to be gone soon. Then I remembered that same smell on my grandmother, how it made me want to run and avoid her apartment as a child. 
I take comfort, surprising even myself, that I am beginning to smell like they did, like Mom sometimes still does. I look at my 40-year-old body in the mirror. It is supposedly 50 to 60 pounds overweight, according to a medical science that's been disproven for years, yet persists somehow. I have no scars that show my body has not birthed children and likely never will. Still, the weight of my breast hangs low along with the three rolls from my stomach. I carry my scars and my trauma in that weight. And after years of doing battle with my body, losing weight and gaining more back, I just don't care anymore. My body knows what it is doing and what it needs. Everyone and myself just need to leave it alone. I dress in my uniform of jeans and sweater and finish the cleanup of a quiet Saturday morning. I am still melancholy with the previous thoughts in my head, bringing up old memories, forgotten dreams, and bright futures. I want to sob still, visualizing the trees I used to see through the windows of the house as I pass through each room. I have entered the time of re-remembering, of integrating the things I had thought I integrated and processed with thousands of hours and dollars of therapy. I am realizing that the time left for me is short. What am I going to do with it? Though I buck the system more than most, I still spent and spend most of my days in a quiet, unassuming, compliant complacency. And even then, I still want to take more naps. I realize, like all women before me, that this was not the life I dreamt. But I am here, and I am grateful. I will want to run away from it all screaming one day, and the next be so grateful I'm in sobbing tears about it. I take comfort in the women before me who have the scars, the dreams, the smell. In age, in anguish, in shame, and in sadness, I am not alone. Copyright 2023, Jennifer M. Shaskula. Jennifer M. Shaskula of Louisville, North Carolina, feels most at home surrounded by trees and mountains. She has written voraciously her whole life, sharing in bursts of enthusiasm, thanks to Winston-Salem writers, along with decades of silence. Though she desires to write fiction, her natural voice is found writing about the everyday moments and challenges of being human. She is always trying something new, which gives her eternal writing material. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody 
loves a good store.